Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your host, Jessica Bard, alongside your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Dr. Sadusmani is here to speak with us about the efficacy of daratumumab, lenalidomide, and dexamethasone in transplant ineligible patients with newly diagnosed multiple myeloma and impaired renal function from a phase 3 Maya study based on lenalidomide starting dose. He presented this topic at ASH 2021. Dr. Usmani is the Chief of Myeloma Services at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York, New York. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Usmani. Can you please give us an overview of your session? Certainly. So the abstract that I've presented at ASH is an analysis on renal function and outcomes in the large randomized phase three study called the Maya trial that had compared the combination of daratumumab, lenalidomidexamethasone to lenalidomidexamethasone in transplant ineligible patients with newly diagnosed multiple myeloma. And the analysis looked at the impact of lenalidomide dosing as, you know, as we know that len dosing needs to be adjusted for renal function. So we really wanted to take a look at the outcomes based on this information because it's very relevant to this older population that we treat. And can you talk a little bit about the findings? What did the results show? Yes. So, you know, the Maya study was previously published about two years ago with the primary endpoint of PFS having been met. And, uh, you know, what, what, uh, what we examined in this patient population was uh, amongst the patient who had renal impairment, you know, that's less than a normal estimated GFR. There were about 44% patients with renal impairment on the daratumumab arm of the study and 38.5% on the RD arm or the standard of care arm of the study. And across these arms, you know, about roughly, you know, 40 odd percent of the patients received the regular lenalidomide dosing of 25 milligrams, while the rest received a dose that was adjusted to their renal function that's less than 25 mg. So, what we found in the study was, you know, despite this adjustment, the PFS and overall survival were prolonged in patients, you know, who received the daratumumab containing arm um, or, or DRD as a regimen compared to RD. And this benefit was seen both for progression-free as well as for overall survival. Uh, so that was kind of the key finding. And looking at, um, you know, the the deaths among patients who had, you know, renal impairment, you know, it, there were no differences across the two arms of the study. There were more, except for the deaths being more due to disease progression on the RD arm compared to the DRD arm. And that's true for, you know, both the regular lens starting as well as the lower lens um, dosing arms. So, so no major differences, uh, you know, across the board. And, you know, one of the points that we made, you know, in the conclusion was that, you know, it's important to adhere to the guidelines of adjusting lenalidomide dosing in older patients. So did any other factors besides age and renal function play a role in these results? Not for these particular results. I think there were other studies or subgroup analyses that were presented, you know, from the Maya um, looking at, you know, 
risk stratification, you know, that, but that's true across the board for newly diagnosed myeloma. You know, we know that high risk patients, um, you know, typically don't do as well as standard risk patients. Um, you know, even, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's younger patients or older patients. And so I know you mentioned before the guidelines, um, how do the results of the phase three trial impact clinical practice? Lendex is um, an important standard of care for newly diagnosed myeloma patients who are older and transplant ineligible. I think these data, you know, just highlight that even if you adjust the dose of LEN, the outcomes kind of are better for those patients who are getting this triplet. You know, from a safety standpoint, it's well tolerated. So, you know, this just adds an additional piece of information that we need out in the community to help our colleagues manage these patients. And so what are the overall take-home messages from the Maya study? I think the key takeaway message is that uh, you know, after about five years of follow-up, you know, both the PFS and overall survival benefit DRD compared to RD in the Maya trial, you know, in, in patients with renal impairment, regardless of what the starting dose of lenalidomide was. However, the dose recommendations should be followed according to the lenalidomide pri- uh, prescribing information. And then, you know, for OS that was prolonged in the DRD arm, patients who received the dose of len less than 25 milligrams was also seen, Um, you know, that that benefit was perhaps a little less pronounced than that uh, observed in patients who had lenalidomide starting at 25 milligrams. But I think that has to be a function of, um, you know, disease burden and renal impairment in general, which we know are associated with, you know, impact on survival outcomes for myeloma patients across the board. What would you say is the next step for research on this topic or the next phase of the Maya study? So, you know, the results from the Maya study were conclusive. You know, I think that the way that the field is headed now, the next question um, that, that people have had in mind for transplant ineligible patients is whether a dose attenuated four drug regimen as part of induction is something that can be more beneficial to patients. Um, so, you know, there, there is a trial called Cepheus that is asking that question in the transplant ineligible patients as a follow-up to the Maya trial. And so is there anything else that you would like to add about the findings from the Maya study or anything else that you presented at ASH 2021? I think this covers it well. So thank you for, for your thorough questions.